The following program is a paid advertisement. The views reflected on this show are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000. Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, Paul's Pizza in Westchester, DiamondGhostCharters.com, HookandHuntTV.com, Midwest Outdoors Magazine, the magazine for the true Midwest sportsman, Run Lake Area Tourism at Visit renlake.com and enjoy renlake.com bizbait the soft plastic baits made for the professional bass angler who want to catch more fish that's bizbait.com don't forget for that true canadian experience go to visit sunsetcountry.com that's visit sunsetcountry.com <laughs> This is Chauncey from Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Come on out and follow me into the great outdoors. Whether it's close to home or across this great country, come on out and follow me. Well, hello, everybody, and this is Chauncey, and I hope you're ready for today's program. But first of all, have you all recovered from way too much turkey? (laughs) I don't think I have. I'm still having tryptophan, uh, whatever it's called. I mean, oh, God, we ate too much turkey. It was unbelievable. Hey, but let's talk about this week's show. On this week's show, we're going to have our, uh, a friend of the program, Jim Hamilton. He's from Northwest Indiana, who has been a perch angler forever, as he says. <laughs> he, he lives in the area of Northwest Indiana for many, many years. He's fished from being a young kid to, I won't say his age, but uh, many years. And we're going to be talking about perching in the Calumet River, the 87th Street, 95th Street area, 89th Street, and also in the Indiana waters. And a lot of this is done by boats. There's a few shore fishing locations, but much of this now is done by boats and in the winter, not in the summertime. And uh, it'll be a good conversation with him. And then we're going to be talking with Mark Horancic. He's one of Chauncey's Great Outdoors pro staff members who on the first weekend of deer season in Illinois, him and his son, Ben, uh, both scored a deer each. And we'll hear about exactly how they did it, what happened, etc. But we're also going to hear about just listening to Mother Nature waking up in the morning. I think that's the coolest thing about hunting wherever you are. And then, of course, we'll talk about him harvesting the deer. Uh, We will then uh, have in our last segment of the show uh, the Aiden Fishing Report and uh, some other outdoor information for you, as well as maybe a couple fishing reports here and there. Uh, So it's a packed show, so I don't want you to go away. And remember, perch alert, perch alert, perch alert on the Chicago Lakefront. Calumet River area, the mouth up towards Crowley's and a lot more places. But first, I just want to extend my greatest of sympathies. We lost a great, great supporter of the outdoors, friend of the outdoors, and somebody who has given so much of himself to make fishing better for so many people. This past week, we lost our dear friend, Dan Gapin. Uh, Dan Gapin is a mainstay on Midwest Outdoors for many years. He's written a number of books. He's taught more people to fish in the Midwest and around the United States than any person I know. Uh, Him and Bobber Annie have done so much, and uh, 
Dan was 88 years old, I think, and uh, he passed in his sleep this week. And uh, my greatest of sympathies to the family, to Bob or Annie, and the people that were close to him. But I also, you know, want to wish a, <laughs> a great sympathy to all of us who will always hold him close to our heart and call him a friend. Thank you, Dan, for giving us so much. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. Jill, why don't you tell the class what you did this weekend? Well, my dad and I went in search of some magical minnows and found a zillion of them in the stream from our lookout rock. Then my sister and I escaped from an evil slug king and went back to my super twig fort for safety. Then we told stories till it got dark and the Big Dipper led us all the way home. Where were you, Jill? We went to the forest. It's not that far away. Ask your parents to take you and your friends to the forest this week. It's closer than you think. Check out discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. If you fish and hunt in Illinois, you'll love Midwest Outdoors magazine. Right now, you can get a full year of Midwest Outdoors, 12 issues, for only $14.95. That's a $15 savings off the regular newsstand price. Whatever species you fish, whatever game you hunt, Midwest Outdoors experts will share their time-tested techniques and favorite spots with you. Each month, Midwest Outdoors has dozens and dozens of articles, reports, maps, and proven methods to help you enjoy the outdoors. Illinois residents receive a free state section focusing on fishing and hunting right here in Illinois. Pick up Midwest Outdoors at leading newsstands. Or to save $15 off the annual cover price, subscribe to Midwest Outdoors. You'll get 12 issues for only $14.95. Call now, 1-800-606-3474. That's 1-800-606-FISH. Visa, MasterCard, and American Express are accepted. Or to subscribe online, punch up MidwestOutdoors.com on the web. Midwest Outdoors, helping people like you enjoy the outdoors. Plan your next Illinois adventure to Ren Lake, where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic southern Illinois and can offer you 19,000 acres of water fun and recreation all within Interstates 57 and 64. At their website, enjoyrenlake.com, you can learn about Southern Illinois lodging at its finest, restaurants, family activities, bike trails, camping, and some fantastic fishing and hunting all in one spot at Ren Lake. And it's one of my favorite places to go. So go to enjoyrenlake.com or call them at 314-580-2577. 314-580-2577 and plan your next Illinois adventure that will have you coming back again and again. Illinois, mile after magnificent mile. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester has everything you love and more. Their new take-home meals from Paul's Market right there in the store where you can bring it home, heat it, and enjoy your choice of baked lasagna, eggplant, baked rigatoni with vodka sauce, sausage and basil sauce, and more. Or you can try one of Paul's new family meals that will feed four to six people hot ready for the table from eggplant parmesan, ricotta gnocchi, chicken parmesan with sides, and a dessert you can't go wrong. And while you're at Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester, pick up a sandwich along with your take-home heat-and-eat meal for that true comfort food feeling. Place an order for pickup or delivery by phone to 708-531-9080 and tell them Chauncey sent you. 
Chauncey here. The 2022 Muskie Expo is coming to Northern Illinois January 7th, 8th, and 9th. Our new location is the Kane County Fairgrounds in St. Charles. It's a great venue, great vendors, great fun, and of course, I'll see you there. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. This segment is brought to you by Waterworks. Waterworks Boat Sales at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. Listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors on ESPN AM 1000 in Chicago. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. And what? The phone is ringing. Let's see who's here this morning. Oh, it's our good friend of the show, Mr. Jim Hamilton from Northwest Indiana, also known to be part of the fine. Perch jerker guys, <laughs> like just like me. <laughs> Jim, how are you? <laughs> I'm well. How are you, Chauncey? Buddy, I'm excited because um, last weekend you, while so many people are out, and I said this several times on the show, while so many people are out chasing deer or geese or whatever, it, you know, it's a perfect time to go fishing if you can go out, right? <laughs> yep, exactly. Yep. Uh, now, you went out... Uh, in especially you know northwest indiana south southern part of chicago it's the the calumet harbor area it's the calumet river it's 87th street 89th street it's uh yeah. the, the when you're talking hammond marina it's the yeah. uh the, the shoals off of indiana what comes into town this time of the year the birch <laughs> Okay, we're done with the show. We're going perch fishing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, uh, we did all right. My brother and I went there um, just over the weekend, and we did really well. Now, come on, you're like me, uh, probably younger, because everybody in the world is younger than me, it seems like. But, you know, you grew up perch fishing in Chicago, in northwest Indiana, southern Chicago there. You know, we're fishing like May. Park. Where was that? At Cal Park, oh, we used God. to fish right along the, yeah. the break wall there, and, and yeah. uh, you know, we used to nail them there. I don't know what's happened. I mean, there's nothing going on in the summertime now. Yeah, and, I mean, that's when we used to catch all these perch and, and go crazy and have fun, and just, it was unbelievable. I, I can remember days. I mean, if you ask me, you know, you want to go bass fishing or perch fishing? Uh, perch. If you want to go salmon fishing or perch fishing? Uh, perch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yep. Yeah, we used to. It used to be a good time. I remember going by the Amico plant in the boat. Me and one of my buddies, and uh, we would slay them. I mean, really nice perch. And I, I don't know what's happened, but mm-hmm. uh, I, I think summer's kind of there's, there's nothing available anymore. Yeah, it's it's really changed from a a summer fishery that we had. I mean, they still have to spawn where there's green growing weeds uh, and right. stuff. And that could be part of the problem because uh, the lake water being so clear, you're you're able to see, you know, astronomical numbers. If I say them, people tell me, Chauncey, you're full, you know, <laughs> you, you know, you're, you're fibbing. But when you can see somebody swimming 
underwater 60 feet from you on a clear water day, you know, you kind of shake your head and go, this is Lake Michigan, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it is. It's super clear these days. Mm-hmm. But it really has turned wow. into this boat fishery that we have. And you, you can get a few fish here and there, you know, north of downtown Chicago. But it's really that northwest Indiana, southern, the very southern end of the, uh, you know, uh, Chicago area, where these fish have moved into this time of the year to right. get to get caught. You know, and I don't know, right. who, and nobody understands why. Biologists don't even know. Yeah. But I, I don't. I don't know. I mean that that river. Is, from what I heard, a buddy of mine went yesterday. You know, and we did, and he said the river's full of bait fish. You know, I. But you know, we caught them right at the mouth of the river. You, you know, and so I don't and, know. Right, the, the mouth of the Calumet River is one spot. Right. Uh, I've seen people fishing. Now, we're the Eighty Seventh Street Steel Workers Park. I think I'm saying the name right. You know, there's these huge concrete walls, and those concrete walls are where the ships used to come in. And that's really kind of blocked off. Uh, not really well, but th- you'll, you'll get a security guard come out there and shag you out if you're... Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I've been there. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, don't don't push it. Don't upset the security guard. Always speak nice to them. You know, don't, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Sure. But there's... That area that you're fishing, the mouth of the Calumet River, which is just to the south of it, right? Mm-hmm. And then how far up the river do you go? As far well, as the fishing. I mean, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, this was like uh, the first time we went out this year. But, um, you know, as, as the fish move into the river, that's where we'll go, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but just depending on where they're at. You know, is when you're marking them on the on the you know on the sonar, we'll just throw on a spot lock and start fishing for them mm-hmm. wherever they're at. Mm-hmm. You know, that's and a spot lock is actually a, a th- an electronic device that's hooked to your electronic trolling motor, right? That right. says, "Keep me here." <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, no matter what the waves are or whatever, it locks on and it just stays in that position. It's it's. Incredible. I mean, you don't you don't need need an anchor anymore. That's your anchor. Yeah, and you do see people fishing some shore areas of the Calumet River down there. Some of them, how they get to them, I'm not going to say because you're probably trespassing yeah. somewhere. <laughs> not, and I don't want right. some I don't, I don't want somebody in a a three piece suit handing me a piece of paper, you know, saying uh, you know. <laughs> yep. But you know th- these, and it's not. You don't have to have a lot of fancy fishing gear to get them, do you? No, no, not at all. A pole and uh, some hooks and sinker and some minnows, you know, and then a $30,000 boat. (laughs) No, I'm joking. (laughs) But no, you can go get them right now. Now, uh, you're basically going with, I would say, anything from light to medium action, right? Right, yeah, I just have two light-action rods, have a three-quarter-ounce weight at the bottom, mm-hmm. um, you know, snelled hook, number six, Yep. tied up about a foot from there, and then another one tied up a foot from there, and just once you mark them, drop down with some minnows and wait for them to hit, and that was it. I mean, we, 
we did we got our limit yesterday and you know there were boats all around us i mean people were catching them but i think for some reason we did better i, I don't know uh, it's that magic juice that you're dipping them in, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Exactly. Uh, you know, Jim, the other thing I wanted to ask you is, uh, you see a, a lot of people are uh, talk about perch flies, which is really nothing more than like a tinsel fly on a, on a hook, right? Right. It's, it's funny you say that because I had, I had perch flies tied on yesterday, and I got one fish compared to my brother pulling in like 10, and he just had a bare hook. So I switched over to that, and we just nailed them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I know they hit on flies, but for some reason yesterday they didn't seem to. Well, they like meat. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, glad yeah, they like, yeah. I'm glad they like meat. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> so uh, did, have you had any perch yet already on the table? No, not yet. We just went yesterday, like I said, cleaned oh. them, and then uh, um, I was going to cook them yesterday, but... Uh, yeah, we didn't get didn't get around to it, but I'll probably have them this week. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, so for, for a little bit of Thanksgiving. Yeah, I mean, there some, yeah there, I mean, we had nine jumbos, and then you know the rest, you know, eleven, twelve inches. But um, I mean, they were some beautiful fish, nice slabs. Ooh. You know? When you say jumbo, what are you talking? Thirteen inches. Oh, oh steady my heart, Jim. You know, steady. And then, <laughs> yeah, and then the rest were. The rest, on average, were around 11 to 11 and a half, somewhere in there. But, mm-hmm. you know, there were some 12s and there were some 10 and a halfs in there. But, yeah, I mean, we, we did great. Oh. You know, we kept a couple small ones, and then we caught some, you know, some bigger ones, so we let the smaller ones go. So, I mean, we we did good. Oh, that sounds so nice. And, yeah. you know, pretty much the other people in the boats, you know... They they show respect, you know. They don't want to sit on top of you. They they're gonna to try to right. keep you know a, a decent distance away. And uh, you know, and you, like I said, you're basically just fishing straight up and down. Were they hitting real light? Because I've been perch fishing where I swear you got to almost feel them breathing on the hook. Um, you know, they weren't real light, and they weren't really aggressive. You know, it, somewhere in between there. I mean, you'd feel them and just set the hook, and they're there. Oh. You know, but like I said, it wasn't a real light tap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my my mother. I think perch fishing to me is because I, it throws me back to when I would go down to the lakefront with my mother, and we would fi- mm-hmm. perch fish Fifty First Street, the Planetarium area was one area we liked to fish just because it was pretty to watch the city and stuff like right. that. And uh, I, I just I think that's why another reason I love perch fishing because it puts me back as that kid. Uh, oh yeah, you know, catching perch and you know just using a bamboo pole. <laughs> right, that, that, exactly. That's my. You know, I come from a big family. I have seven brothers and a sister, so a lot of you know the majority of us fished. And I remember along Cal Park there, same thing. We had the bamboo rods, and you know, it was my brother and I were out there fishing, and we had a uh, you know one of them steel baskets, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and we had it clamped onto the edge there, and I knocked it in. A basket full of fish knocked it in into the water. My, you know, my brother had a fit, but he ended up snagging it and got it back out of there. So, <laughs> but yeah, it was good times sitting there, and you know. Mm-hmm. Oh God, that, but that, it's part of the family of perch fishing, you know. Right. That that's right. really so. I mean, it's a. Uh, I, I don't want to say it's isolated because you can spot a you know. Sp- 
pick up spots here and there up through Chicago area. But, you know, that's a bigger mm-hmm. concentration is on that south end of Chicago, northwest Indiana. And once again, if you're, if, because it's so much is done by boats, if you're fishing some of those uh, little humps that are out there outside of Hammond and stuff like that, you can pick up some fish there too. Mm-hmm. When yeah, in- I, I haven't really tried that, to be honest with you. I, mm-hmm. You know, we just usually go to uh, by the river there, and uh, we, we usually do pretty good. Mm-hmm. <sighs> you must have been king of the house for coming in with all those perch. <laughs> yeah, my <laughs> wife was happy. <laughs> yeah, she loves them. So. Oh, they, yes, there is nothing better. Um, as a matter of fact, real quick story. My, my grandkids from Tennessee were in a couple of years ago, and I made perch because my daughter loves perch from Lake Michigan. Mm-hmm. And my one grandson, uh, older grandson, he was like, I don't eat perch. I only eat crappie. Oh, okay. Oh, you know, he's, he's from Tennessee. He doesn't understand, you know. Yeah. So, you know, we're, we're, we're wolfing him down. And my daughter was like, if you don't want to have any, that's okay. You can eat everything else. And, which he, you know, we're just <laughs> chomp, chomp, chomp. And he's looking and looking, and my daughter says, would you like to try one? And honest to God, Jim, I wish I could have. If this was the picture that would just knock anybody over, he takes his perch fillet, he puts it in his mouth, and with his first bite, his eyes just got huge. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, they're fantastic. They're one of my favorite fish. and, And my daughter said, when you're in Tennessee, you could eat crappy. When you're in Chicago, we eat perch. <laughs> right, yeah, he has his own. Well, Jim, how many times do you get out? Oh, uh, not that often. I mean, I, I plan on hitting it hard this year, but not not that often, mm-hmm. you know, with working that. And, oh, yeah. You know, my, yeah, my brother usually goes quite a bit. And, uh, but, uh, yeah, this was actually the first time this year that we were out. Oh, it's, I plan on hitting it a few more times this week because I'm on vacation. Mm-hmm. Well, you definitely hit a home run out on the perch. And, yeah. And you can see uh, well, on our Facebook page, my Chauncey's Great Outdoors, I've got a couple of photos that I uh, you know, took from uh, your site and uh, brought it over just so people could see the perch that you caught. Sure. And uh, so you can see them. But it's just a phenomenal thing. It is so much fun. You know, Jim, I just want to say thanks from one percher to another. <laughs> oh, you're more than welcome. Yeah, you're more than welcome, Saucy. Uh, that was great. Well, you get out there, have some good time, and, and maybe, hey, if I'm not out in a boat and I'll see you, or maybe I'll give you a buzz and say, uh, if you got an open spot on a boat, give me a call, okay? <laughs> hey, you're always invited. Thank you so much. All right, Jim? You're welcome. All right, thanks. Have a good one. That's Jim Hamilton, everybody, from Northwest Indiana. Just a phenomenal, him and his whole family, perch fishing for the last umpteen years. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. Steven. Who said that? Me, down here. Ugh, what are you, a yellow booger? I'm a banana slug, Steven. What are you doing in my room? I'm your sense of adventure. It's been a long time since we've had an adventure in the forest. Mom took me to the forest last year. I'm a slug, Steven. It took me a long time to get here. You're right. I should get out. Yeah, the forest is not that far away. Hey, Mom, come to the forest where the more adventurous you lives. Check out discovertheforest.org for cool places nearby. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council.
Waterworks has been through this pandemic for everyone who owns a boat or dreams of buying a new boat. Waterworks wants to make your dream of owning a 2022 Lund or Low boat powered by your Mercury outboard this year. Waterworks is taking deposits now for the 2022 London Low Boats with a Mercury outboard motor to be ready for that fall fishing trip. But if you have a boat you're not using or want to sell or maybe trade in, let Waterworks give you a price no one can match. Waterworks will hold your special Waterworks price on these new models and give you all those special price incentives way before any boat show and guarantee to hold that price today with a deposit made today. So stop in now and make a deposit on your 2022 Lund or Low for that fall fishing trip with a new Mercury outboard at a price no one can match. Go to waterworks.com or call them at 708-798-9700. Hey, sportsmen, it's the season of giving, so give the gift of Midwest Outdoors magazine to the fishermen and hunters on your list. Midwest Outdoors is filled with information to help you enjoy the outdoors, where to go, what to use, and how to use it. And for only $14.95, it's the gift that keeps on giving all year long. To buy a subscription, go to MidwestOutdoors.com. Feeling extra generous? Hey, give the three-year subscription for $45. If you're looking for a great gift for that outdoor person on your list, we'll love or get those grandkids excited about the outdoors, go to MidwestOutdoors.com and give the gift of Midwest Outdoors magazine. Your friends at Midwest Outdoors wish you all the best for this Christmas and the holidays. When you're fishing for salmon with Diamond Ghost Charters on Lake Michigan, the two words every fisherman loves to yell is, Fish on! And Captain Tony of Diamond Ghost Charters will put you on the fish when you're looking to go. A salmon fishing trip with Diamond Ghost Charters is a perfect way to spend a half a day or a full day out fishing with friends, family, or co-workers all on Lake Michigan. So let Diamond Ghost Charters out of Winthrop Harbor hook you up with a chunky summer coho, a trophy fall king, or a lunker lake trout. They're all waiting for you with Diamond Ghost Charters. Don't wait. Call Captain Tony at 847 838 2037. That's 847 838 2037. And get ready to yell, fish on! You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. This segment is brought to you by diamondghostcharters.com. Go fishing with Captain Tony and get ready to yell, fish on! Everybody, welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. And oh, we're not even waiting for this guy to call in. We called him. Everyone, this is part of Chauncey's Great Outdoors medical team. <laughs> we got Dr. Mark Aronsich. My buddy Mark is how I call him, okay? And Mark, good to have you on the show. Oh, morning, Chauncey. Glad to be on. Buddy, you did something this past weekend that I only wish I had a permit for. <laughs> what did yeah, you, you, you and Ben were out hunting, weren't you? 
Yeah, my son and I, we went out uh, deer hunting for the uh, first season. Uh, you know, really uh, something to see that lunar eclipse at 3 in the morning um, to, to uh, usher in our uh, hunting season. Were you, so were you sitting, standing out there looking up at it? Uh, yeah, well, I left, I left the house oh, maybe around 3.34, and it was uh, almost like about 90%. And then um, when I got there sitting up in the stand, it was uh, oh, maybe left about 10%, 20%. Mm-hmm. But, uh, full moon and uh, lunar eclipse, uh, we were hoping for the best. Mm-hmm. And uh, first of all, then dawn comes up on opening day of deer season, which is so much fun. What was it like, you and Ben being out there, you know, just hearing everything waking up? Oh, you know, it's the great the great camaraderie, camaraderie we have of, you know, father and son getting out there and going deer hunting. And, and uh, in the pitch black, the turkey started gobbling. And then um, they did that for a few minutes, and they, they quieted down. Next thing you know, Hoot Owl uh, was hooting at us for, oh, good 15, 20 minutes. And then uh, then as it got a little bit lighter, then the woodpeckers and the nuthatches come out. And then after that, the chickadees and the squirrels come out. And then, uh, then after that, the deer come out. <laughs> How many times did you think that that squirrel was a deer? <laughs> oh my word! You know they're so they're so loud, and especially when there's two of them rooting around in those dry oak leaves. It yeah, you know, it sounds like uh, sounds like the twelve pointer coming at you. Oh, I, I can't even tell you how many deer hunters have have you know got their heart pumping nine hundred miles an hour, and they it's just a gray squirrel. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of them, and there were there were a lot of white oak acorns this year. Mm-hmm. It was a big year on my property for acorns. Well, that's pretty good then. That's pretty good. Now, so opening day, dawn's coming up. Everybody, the, the woods are just exploding in nature. Uh, the noise, as you said, the birds, the squirrels, the this, the that, the that. You know, I mean, it, it, to to watch that happen is just so much fun. But we're out there to find dinner too, and <laughs> so. Ben is saw the a buck the first time, right? Yeah. So Ben Ben was sitting in a, a stand, maybe oh, hundred yards from me, and so right about seven fifteen, he was watching watching a doe walk about, and he thought, well, you know, maybe the boyfriend's going to be coming, so he let her pass. And then another doe came by about maybe seven thirty. Mm-hmm. Then things quieted down, and. Um, uh, a nice buck came came by at about eleven fifteen, and and uh, and he nailed it. Nice double lung shot at uh, at about seventy yards. Good shot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. He took a good shot at it. Good shot. Now, you know, that's part of. It. I mean, you know, if if you have, it's difficult to say. Okay, you know, I have a permit for either a buck or a doe. And it's like, well, you know, I really would really like to get the buck, you know. And then, okay, you see doe one come by, and I, I for table fare, I prefer does. I really do, because they just, I, I think when they have less testosterone in them, and they're not going goofy when they're in rut. And um, it's just when you know, you, you just don't know. Like, should I have taken that first one? Should I have taken the second one? Right? Yeah, it's it's a tough call, especially Ben just had. Uh had the one tag and so 
he was being choosy. Now, now me, uh, DNR sent me extra tags because I got a CWD deer last year. And, and I had never known that, that if you um, get your deer tested and it's CWD positive, DNR will send you some replacement tags for the following season. Oh, you know, I didn't know that. <laughs> so you, you got your extra tag. So he gets this deer. Now, when you heard the shot, you knew what happened, right? Yeah, yeah. I heard one shot, and uh, now I figure I figure he's watching the deer carefully and all. I don't want to text him right away, but I wait about 15 minutes, and I'm sending him a question mark, and he writes back, yep, shot a buck. <laughs> <laughs> a, man, a, a young man of many words, yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, uh, it's, it's really convenient with the texting because it's silent, you know, and so other years he's texted me. Buck on the way to you. I've texted him. Deer on the way to you. And, and uh, you know, getting that little bit of extra um, warning that something's on the way really heightens your senses. Mm-hmm. Now, didn't you have any uh, turkeys go wandering through? No, I didn't see any turkeys. We heard the turkeys, and I see the turkeys on my trail cameras, but we didn't see any turkeys this season. Oh, okay. Now, is this the first time you've seen, you know, turkeys, you know, on the area that you're hunting? No, no, we get a few come by, but their their numbers have increased. This year we're seeing a lot more turkeys on the trail cameras than, than mm. we have in the past. Okay, cool. And, and, and uh, Mark is very nice, and he sends me pictures from his trail camera. <laughs> yeah, and we, we send you the good ones. Yeah, it's, it's like the guy who sends me the picture of the 53-inch muskie from up north or, you know, when uh, Jared caught that 72-pound uh, big head uh, Big head, C- yeah. Carp, you know, I said, you know, I, I love getting these photos, but it's just like, I wanted to do it myself, too. I wanted to be there. <laughs> I mean, opening day, mm-hmm. I sat in the stand that the trail camera had 400 deer pictures in one month and and didn't see a single deer on opening day. You're kidding me. No, no. <laughs> I thought for sure I was going to see something at that stand, but they they just weren't there that day. Yeah, I know. I, I had a trail camera one year set up uh, in Michigan, and when I went to look at the camera, it said I had some astronomical number, like 900 photos. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, there's got to be deer all over this camera. Put the uh, the chip in my uh, computer. Viewer, yeah. And all I saw were blue jays, squirrels. <laughs> Yeah. And crows. Yeah. <laughs> Not one deer out of all those photos. I was like, oh, no. Now we've been, yeah, because I've been sending you the pictures from yeah. the cameras. We've, we've, got, we've got plenty of activity going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but opening day, didn't see them. And, then, and so we, we came home. We came back to my house on Saturday. We butchered Ben's deer up. Mm-hmm. And then I went back out. It, you went back out Saturday? I went back out Saturday, yeah. Yeah, I saw a couple on Saturday, but nothing was close enough. Oh, nothing was close enough. Okay, then Sunday rolls around, right? Sunday, Sunday, go back out. I'm out there in the pitch black, and uh, uh, it was a lot warmer on Sunday than it was on Friday. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. uh, I, went to, I went to Ben's stand, since he wasn't there, and lo and behold, come 7.15, a couple of does come out of the woods, and uh, I decided I was done waiting. 
<laughs> so I got a nice, nice uh, double lung right through the heart shot on on that dough, and mm-hmm. uh, now it's in my freezer. You know, can't go wrong with that, my friend. Um, now, you, you, of course, you took it to a check station like you're supposed to. Yeah, we're in Boone County, so uh, there's a check station at the um, the county fairgrounds, and uh, there's a state biologist and another DNR guy there, and they're very, very nice guys, and uh, uh, they take the sample of some lymph nodes out of the neck. Mm-hmm. And that's what they do this the testing for the CWD. Yeah, that's what they send it off for CWD testing. Mm-hmm. The uh, did you see other guys bringing in their deer at the check station? Uh, just, just one when I was there and, and Ben saw a couple when he was there. So mm-hmm. and, and not, not much action. Not much action. The, uh, I think it was a couple of weeks ago, I was talking with one of the biologists and I said that, um, it's, if you shoot a deer or like, you know, Ben shot a deer and, uh, you're hundred, you're a good hundred yards away. Cause I know where your two stands are, um, but, you know, if there's another deer standing there, that doesn't spook them. They just kind of stand there and look at where the noise came from. Oh, no, it doesn't always spook them. Uh, you know, especially if um, they were following each other and, and they don't know what happened. Uh, sometimes that's a real productive time right after you take one mm-hmm. that the other ones uh, uh, pop out. Yeah. I mean, they're a little bit more heightened because they heard a loud noise. But they didn't, you know, they didn't bolt away like you would, you know, if you're on the ground taking a walk at them, you know. Uh, it's just it's just really intriguing seeing that. And uh, like I said, the photos that you send me, and it looks like extremely healthy deer, if you ask me. Oh, and they, their stomachs were just loaded with corn and, uh, you know, green leafy matter. I mean, these, these, I don't know how they could have eaten anything more. They were so stuffed. They were so stuffed. And the, the dough especially just had layers of fat. Oh yes, <sighs> nothing, nothing like because we yeah we butcher them ourselves <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, you know we know we get our own meat and you know it's it's part of our 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 whole routine with the deer hunting. Yes, and I have to tell everyone that uh, Mark sent me a photo of the deer in the, hanging in the garage, and uh, Ben is wearing an apron that says Horancic Chop House. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I thought I was laughing so hard, Mark, when I saw that. I was like, oh, only you guys would come up with this, you know? I wondered if you'd catch that. Oh, no, I caught that. I got a big kick out of that. And uh, that was great. And and everyone, uh, if you didn't recognize Mark's voice, Mark uh, has called us from the Appalachian Trail with his daughter. Uh, Every year they take another chunk of the trail and uh, I'll usually get a phone call on the air of where they're at or what they see or what the vista is so you you've heard Mark before on the show and stuff like that so that's that's why his voice may sound familiar to you uh, oh yeah my my daughter's up to about 1600 miles on the Appalachian Trail I'm I'm at maybe 1200 ooh Hey, but hey, when we're we're home in the garage butchering our deer, we listen to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know? <laughs> well, thank you so much. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh, Mark. Uh, first of all, once again, congratulations on the deer. Congratula- oh, thank you. Congratulations to Ben uh, getting the deer uh, because uh, he. I know he loves to hunt and stuff like that. Is is your daughter going out this year or no? 
Uh, for pheasants. She goes out for pheasants, but not deer. No, for not deer, because she, yeah, and I, she's a very good shot. I've, I've been out with her and, and Mark when they're out pheasant hunting, and uh, she does a really good job there. Well, once again, Mark, uh, congratulations on the deer. Are uh, you going out for second season? Yeah, I'll be going out for second season. Oh. Hopefully we'll have some more tales for you. Oh, I, I want to hear them. I want to hear them. Okay, buddy? All right, very good. All right, Mark, thanks so much for coming on the show. All right. Thanks for having me, John. Everybody, that's my, that's my good buddy, Mark Horancic, who loves the outdoors as much as anybody I know. He loves fishing, hunting, camping, uh, d- doing stuff with his family, uh, canoeing, hiking the Appalachian Trail. God love you on that one. So he just he's, a, he's an outdoor nut like the rest of us. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. Okay, forest animals, kids are coming to the forest, and it's up to us to make their visit a good one. Sparrow, have you practiced the most popular bird songs for the year? Of course. Catchy. I like it. River, how's the temperature? It's a refreshing 52 degrees, man. I love it. Uh, Turtle. He's not here yet, man. Uh, He's late every morning. Okay. Squirrel. The forest has been preparing just for you. To learn more about cool things to do in the forest, visit discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Waterworks has been through this pandemic for everyone who owns a boat or dreams of buying a new boat. Waterworks wants to make your dream of owning a 2022 Lund or Low boat powered by your Mercury outboard this year. Waterworks is taking deposits now for the 2022 London Low Boats with a Mercury outboard motor to be ready for that fall fishing trip. But if you have a boat you're not using or want to sell or maybe trade in, Let Waterworks give you a price no one can match. Waterworks will hold your special Waterworks price on these new models and give you all those special price incentives way before any boat show and guarantee to hold that price today with a deposit made today. So stop in now and make a deposit on your 2022 Lund or Low for that fall fishing trip with a new Mercury outboard at a price no one can match. Go to waterworks.com or call them at 708-798-9700. Plan your next Illinois adventure to Ren Lake where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic southern Illinois and can offer you 19,000 acres of water fun and recreation all within Interstates 57 and 64. At their website, enjoyrenlake.com, you can learn about Southern Illinois lodging at its finest, restaurants, family activities, bike trails, camping, and some fantastic fishing and hunting all in one spot at Ren Lake. And it's one of my favorite places to go. So go to enjoyrenlake.com or call them at 314-580-2577. 314-580-2577 and plan your next Illinois adventure that will have you coming back again and again. Illinois, mile after magnificent mile. Hello everyone, Chauncey here, and I highly recommend the newest Italian family restaurant in the western suburbs is now open to rave reviews. It's called GP Italiano at 1 South LaGrange Road in LaGrange, Illinois. That's LaGrange Road and the train tracks right there in downtown LaGrange. This is a true family restaurant with a menu of the freshest ingredients with attention to detail and creativity. GP Italiano invites you to join them for dinner out with your friends or even that special person 
Or how about dinner with your family with special pricing just for kids for homemade pastas and pizza for only $8. You can't go wrong with that. You'll come back twice a week because the kids will want to come back. But with an appetizer, salad, homemade pastas, entrees, artisan, wood-fired pizzas, and more, oh, it is so good. Make your next dinner reservation or pick up to go at GP Italiano at 1 South LaGrange Road in LaGrange, Illinois. That's LaGrange Road and the train tracks right there in downtown LaGrange. Give them a call at 708-325-4590 and tell them Chauncey sent you. When you're fishing for salmon with Diamond Ghost Charters on Lake Michigan, the two words every fisherman loves to yell is, Fish on! And Captain Tony of Diamond Ghost Charters will put you on the fish when you're looking to go. A salmon fishing trip with Diamond Ghost Charters is a perfect way to spend a half a day or a full day out fishing with friends, family, or co-workers all on Lake Michigan. So let Diamond Ghost Charters out of Winthrop Harbor hook you up with a chunky summer coho, a trophy fall king, or a lunker lake trout. They're all waiting for you with Diamond Ghost Charters. Don't wait. Call Captain Tony at 847 838 2037. That's 847 838 2037. And get ready to yell, fish on! Chauncey here. The 2022 Muskie Expo is coming to Northern Illinois January 7th, 8th, and 9th. Our new location is the Kane County Fairgrounds in St. Charles. It's a great venue, great vendors, great fun, and of course, I'll see you there. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, 18660 South Cicero Avenue and Country Club Hills, Paul's Pizza in Westchester, DiamondGhostCharters.com, HookandHuntTV.com, Midwest Outdoors Magazine, the magazine for the true Midwest sportsman, Run Lake Area Tourism at VisitRenLake.com and EnjoyRenLake.com, BizBait, the soft plastic baits made for the professional bass angler who want to catch more fish. That's bizbait.com. Don't forget for that true Canadian experience, go to visitsunsetcountry.com. That's visitsunsetcountry.com. <laughs> segment is brought to you by Waterworks. Waterworks Boat Sales at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. Now take down your fishing pole and meet me at the fishing hole. We may not get a bite all day, but don't you rush away. What a great place to rest your bones and mighty fine for skipping stones. You feel fresh as a lemonade setting in the shade. Whether it's hot, whether it's cool. What a spot for whistling like a fool What a fine day to take a stroll And wander vision hole I can't think of a better way to pass Welcome back, everybody. I hope you're enjoying today's show. Maybe having a little... Uh... 
leftover turkeys for lunch or breakfast or whatever time you're listening to us this morning. But that would be cool, too. Um, and let me tell you, it's boy, talk about temperature dropping. Yesterday, man, it was cold. There were cold bunnies in the woods. But that's okay. As long as we don't get an east wind on the Chicago lakefront, we're going to be seeing a lot of perch action going down at the uh, 87th Street. Uh, that's Steelhead, Steelworkers Park. 89th Street, 95th Street, also the Calumet River for all those boaters that are out there that are doing a little bit better than, uh, but we'll talk about them in a few minutes. But let's get some more information because why? It's time for the Aiden Fishing Report. Aiden's my grandson who lives in western Michigan, and I get a fishing report from him every week, and I don't read it until I'm speaking the words to you, so I never know. Papa, I hope you ate a lot of turkey this Thanksgiving Day. We did too. It was a lot of fun and we were watching the deer eating crab apples in our backyard. We had seven of them. I was wondering if you were going to be able to go out deer hunting yet, but I figured I will call you later and find out if you did or didn't go deer hunting. We're getting uh, some fish in the Kalamazoo River. Dad and I went down there and we saw some steelhead below the Allegan Dam being caught. We didn't go fishing because we had to come back to do some stuff with mom and my sister, but we wanted to see what the fishing was like. The people in the boats were doing pretty well with some kind of a fishing lure below the uh, boat launch area. And we're also seeing some whitefish that were caught near the boat launch by two guys in a boat. They showed us the fish. They're kind of funny looking, but they were okay. Allison's parents went to the St. Joe River and they said that they were catching steelhead in the river and whitefish off the pier. The whitefish off the pier were on a single hook with one little bitty fish egg on it. But those guys said that those fish taste real good. I haven't caught my first whitefish yet. Maybe I'll catch one. Uh, they told me that walleye were being caught near the dam in the evening hours, but they weren't staying around because they had to get home also. Uncle Tom went out to Lake St. Clair, that's over by the east side of the lake, and he's Lake Michigan, the east side of the state of Michigan. That's my fault, folks. Uh, <laughs> he said the perch were being caught pretty good, pretty all over the St. Clair area. They were getting fish from shore anglers catching perch in the canals and the marinas. Also, the boaters were doing well. Some people were catching crappies, bluegill, and pumpkin seeds. Uh, Uncle Tom said he didn't try, but he talked to some musky fishermen, and they said they were doing good, but it was cold out there the other day. So you can catch even musky from shore, they said, uh, in places such as the Point in Lake St. Clair Metro Park, Harley Ensign Boat Launch, and Clinton River Spillway. Many people don't know that, they said, to Uncle Tom, but Uncle Tom wanted me to tell you that he's going to catch a muskie from shore and show you he's a better fisherman. Okay, Papa, we'll see you soon. Remember, send me some stuff or have Santa bring me some stuff for fishing. <laughs> have Santa bring me some stuff for fishing. Uh, <laughs> and we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Love, your grandson, Aiden. That's my grandson's Aiden Fishing Report that's brought to you by Waterworks Marine, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills. And they, they're a great supporter of the show, and I want to thank all of those people that work there, and you should support them well. 798-9700. If you haven't gotten your Lund boat for... 
ordered up, I'd get it ordered up pretty quick because they go faster before they even get in the door. Let's talk about fishing. Two Hot Dog Joey said to me, Chauncey, stand on top of the John Hancock and yell, Perch alert, perch alert, perch alert. <laughs> uh, perch on the south side and at Calumet Park moved in pretty well. Also in the Calumet River, the boaters did very well. Uh, shore anglers in that area did okay to really good, but the boat anglers were able to move and stay on the fish. A simple crappie rig with two minnows on a number six hook uh, did very well. You could get a limit in 45 minutes, or you could take two hours if you're going to cull your fish and only look for the bigger ones. It was really cool. We were using your favorite, a mini mic dragged close to the bottom, also took a bunch of fish. Um, if you put a minnow, we caught bigger perch. If you used a wax worm, we caught little perch. So guess what we didn't use? <laughs> uh, thanks to Hot Dog Joey. Great guy, great guy. Uh, snagging is still going on in the Chicago, a uh, few of the locations in Illinois. Uh, it goes to December 31st, but it's pretty well slowed down. But you know what they are getting? They're getting some steelhead and brown trout in some of those harbors and areas. Uh, a lot of them are using night crawlers under a bobber or a piece of some uh, a skein, which is a clump of egg sack on a hook, and they're picking up some fish that way. Brown trout closer to the bottom, steelhead upper in the water column. Uh, but if you're going to snag Lincoln Park Lagoon to the Fullerton Avenue Bridge to the southern end of the lagoon, Waukegan Harbor, North Basin only, Winnetka Power Plant Discharge Area, Jackson Harbor, Inner and Outer Harbors, Look for those perch. Also, definitely, uh, if the water cools off to the, some of those, you know, southernmost more portions of the Chicagoland lakefront. Uh, we also got a report, besides from our speaker today, that we had on uh, Mr. Uh, Tyree Williams gave us a call and said his buddies fished perch in the Cal River and did very well. I wonder if, how close he was to Mr. Hamilton, because he was in the same area. He said they went to the mouth from the mouth of the river to Crowley's Boatyard. And uh, some whitefish and lake trout, they took off Michigan City Pier using blade baits and spoons for the lake trout. And the whitefish are on the bottom with small pieces of skein wax worms. That's pretty good, I guess. I like that. Guys are doing well out there. Those two reporters are spending a lot of time out there. Cook County Forest Preserve. Man, talk about going from nice to cold. A uh, couple of warm days, and once again, the temperature dropped there on Friday. Saganaski Slough is close to boating due to migratory birds using it as a rest area, but you can fish from shore. Uh, other lakes are reporting crappie in a variety of uh, sizes and numbers. Bass are scattered, but don't go with big minnows. I would go with a smaller minnow right now because that's what you're going to catch a lot of your fish on. Uh, Ren Lake, sponsored by our friends at Ren Lake Area Tourism at the new website, rendlake.com. That's rendlake.com. Many anglers return to crappie after deer season, so fishing pressure jumped up. Then the strong winds on Tuesday and Wednesday made boat control hard and uh, fishing dropped off. But those that were able to work it uh, did some trolling with spider rigs off the bow of their boat. That's uh, a spread of rods, longhand, long rods for crappie fishing with a small jig or a minnow on it. And they picked up some nice crappie doing that way. Up on the Chain of Lakes, walleye are more active around the bridge areas where there's current flow. The water has been dropped for the winter drawdown in the Chain of Lakes, so it's going to be a little bit tough boating unless you got a real shallow boat with a motor with a short shaft. <laughs> Remember that, a short shaft motor. Uh, Fox River, I think people are just waiting 
for the weather to get warm again because Thanksgiving, there was nobody on the Fox River. <laughs> All my reporters said, Chance, we couldn't find anybody in the morning. So we went back and waited to watch some football and had turkey dinner. But very light fishing pressure on the Fox River. Lake Geneva, we're seeing uh, some action there, but you need to dress warm because it is cold on that lake. Perch and many small perch are being caught and released, eh, but, you know, release them with a hook in them, and you may be surprised at the pike action you're going to get. I like that idea. Smallies were hard to find, but my my buddy Joshua said he took two smallmouth in 25 feet of water, then nothing for the rest of the day, and he did all his fishing between noon and 12.25. (laughs) He says, I could have stayed in bed. And and he says, I fished for three hours after, and still nothing happened. Uh, So he says, I'm going to just stick to midday fishing, Chance. It seemed to work real well. Eagle River, Wisconsin, well, it's that time of the year when a lot of people are looking for... uh, that action will improve on because ice is f- forming on the smaller bodies of water. So the big bodies of water in Eagle River are still wide open. Uh, the small ones freeze and then thaw midday and refreeze at night. Uh, but remember that. Muskie were good on suckers in those open water lakes. Um, pretty much it's it's looking pretty good. Northern pike should, are also active, uh, so don't pass that action up. You can catch a, a good number of northern pike in the Eagle River, uh, Vialis County area. That's always a good thing. Um, Western Michigan, we got a few more days of deer hunting going on in Western Michigan. So if you're fishing the shoreline or you're fishing in a boat, uh, you know what? Put on an orange hat and orange vest. It's not going to do anything except give the hunters a little bit more so they can see what's behind the deer. Uh, if they're hunting in areas or you're fishing in areas that have access to public hunting, please always remember that. It's a very important thing. Uh, Steelhead are doing pretty good on Muskegon Lake. We heard uh, from the Aiden Fishing Report that uh, the St. Joe... Whoa, I can hear the food plane. I still have more fishing reports to go over. But you know what? I really want to talk about uh, the loss of Dan Gapen this week. Uh he was such a good man, and he will be remembered. I mean, he, pick up any of his books. You will learn to fish and be a better angler by reading, watching him on YouTube, etc. Bobber Annie and Dan Gapen. Uh, my sympathies are just go out to Bobber Annie and Dan Gapen's entire family, and to all the friends that were that have have loved him for many years. I will miss him greatly. But as I like to leave you with the Native American proverb, this one comes from Apensui Majoat. Speak the name of someone who you have lost around a campfire, and his name and spirit will lift with the smoke, and he will never be forgotten. Dan Gapen, I will always say your name around a campfire. Please remember, we don't own the woods, the rain, the storm, and the fish. We're borrowing it all from our children's children. We'll see you next week, everybody, on Chauncey's Great Outdoors.